Aloha! Welcome to the Hale o Nakaula podcast. We are based upcountry on the stunning island of Maui. If you have any questions or want to know more about us, you can always check us out at hokmaui.com. We would love to connect with you on social media throughout the week on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Today, our pastor, Daniel Oliveira, conveys the importance of having an experience with God's love. We can study the Word and know its teaching, but it is a daily experience with God's love that will change us. Part of this process is getting to know ourselves as we are known by God. 1 John 3.1 See how great a love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we would be called children of God, and such we are. I'm blessed as Lord. I'm not here to put down anything. I'm just here to like wake us up. And I, I want to wake us up to the provision that we have. This is what I'm looking for. I'm looking for experiences. I'm looking for steps. I'm looking not to go around in circles. From glory to glory. Yes. And then you put that together with Christ in you, the hope of glory. It means you're going to keep growing in manifesting His glory. Each worship service, each time you hear a word from God, each time you read the Bible, right? Here's the word made flesh. Each time we should change. Yes. We should never remain the same. Yes. I don't want to, do you want to change yeah, for yes. real? Yes. For reals? <laughs> Come on. Yes. We are not, according to God's provision, we should not be stuck. Yes. Oh man, I see the Lord, Lord coming. Really quick, we got we're on a schedule here this morning. First John three one. See how great a love the Father has bestowed upon us, that we should be called children of God, and such we are. Beloved, verse two. Now we are children of God, and it has not appeared as yet what we shall be. We know that when He appears, we shall be like Him, because we shall see Him just as He is. This is what I'm talking about. Remember when Moses went up to the mountain and came back and he was shining? We should have that bowl ready. That every time we come into His presence, we receive more. We receive more and we retain it and we retain it and we retain it until one day you're going to be overflowing and you're going to be shining and you're going to be like, wow. And then the world will get to know that you're a son of God. But this is what John Stephen was speaking in this word. You know, if you only have teaching, you only have the bowl. So you need to have the teaching with the experience. So you feel the bowl. 
And that's what I'm, I'm saying. Lord, thank you for the bowl. Thank you for the teaching. Thank you for your living word. Now we want to experience this. Yeah. Yeah. Now we want to be filled with you. Yes. Okay? Yes. 1 Corinthians 13. Man, I, I wanted to tell a Bible story this morning, but then everything changed. If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but do not have love, I have become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. And if I have the gift of prophecy and know all the mysteries and all the knowledge, and if I have all faith so as to remove mountains, but I do not have love, I'm nothing. I mean, this is serious here, guys. There's a lot of things that a lot of people are looking to get. Right? We are addicted to knowledge. We are addicted to be able to have an opinion about anything and everything and everyone. Right? How many times those opinions are without love? I'm not talking about my love. Because if he continues here describing this love, it's not my love. <laughs> it's his love. We have love. We have human love. But our human love comes with a lot of opinions and conditions and restrictions. But when we're talking about walking with God, we're talking about experiencing and being filled with this love here. In a, if I give all my possessions to feed the poor, and if I deliver my body to be burned, but do not have love, it profits me nothing. Now this is how he relates to you and his love is expressed towards you. Love is patient, love is kind, and is not jealous. Love does not brag and is not arrogant. Love does not act unbecomingly, it does not seek its own, it's not provoked, does not take into account of wrong suffered, does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth, bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never fails. But if there are gifts of prophecy, they will be done away. If there are tongues, they will cease. If there is knowledge, it will be done away. A lot of the things that we value so much, we are going to be prophesying and speaking the word. That's awesome. That's so important. But that, you know what? We're going to stop. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part, but when the perfect comes, the partial will be done away. I don't want to be holding on to the partial. I don't want to be holding on to what I know. I don't want any of my old ways of thinking, paradigms, idols of the past, the the fullness of what I understand as God and His love for me. 
When I was a child, I used to speak as a child, think as a child, reason as a child. When I became a man, I did away with childish things. For now we see in a mirror, dimly. When we have a meeting with God, it's almost like you're looking in a mirror and you're seeing yourself. But you have to be careful not to walk away and forget what you saw. When we have a meeting with God, we, we see in, through His eyes who we are. And then we cannot forget and let go of that. And walk away and forget. Even if it, it's dimly, even if you don't see, like 1 John 3, we does not yet appear as yet what we will be. But each time you come, that mirror should be coming clearer. And you can see yourself better. And you can see him better. That's why it's like it's not like you just walking around in circles. You're taking steps in this ladder. And it's another experience, another level, another step. For now we've seen a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part. But then I shall know fully, just as I also have been fully known. Isn't that cool? Yes. You already have been fully known. He already knows you, and even though He knows you, He loves you with all those characteristics of love. And the process of a walk with God is you getting to know yourself as you are known. Are you guys getting the point here? Get rid of the partial. Allow His love to get, help you get rid of the partial of how you know yourself. Yes. Now abide faith, hope, love, these three but the greatest of these is love. Okay, are you guys getting this? You can go back and read this. This is always a good chapter to go back to and say, Lord, help me not to become attached to the partial. But let me get to know myself as you know me, with the, the eyes of your love. Okay, so I'm going to tell, now is the time of this Bible story. It, it's not Nehemiah, but it's Luke. It's too good. Okay? So this is the story of disciples. And now we're getting into, ready for the communion, okay? We have been disciples. But in the lives of disciples, a lot of things happen. A lot of things that we don't understand. Think about these disciples. We're going to read about them. And, but don't, don't just relate this as a, some, some, you know, story somebody wrote. This is here for a reason. And I want to put myself into this here and have an experience. Okay? 
So these disciples, this is like, oh man. So this is what ha happened was, these guys followed the Lord Jesus Christ for three and a half years, right? They were like leaving everything behind. They gave their lives, lost their jobs, left everything behind to follow this guy. And then what happened? He's crucified. They're disappointed. You know, how many times in your walk with God, you were like disappointed because things did not turn out the way that you thought that they should, they would. They were following the Lord Jesus Christ, but they did not really know who he was because they had a, a paradigm what they thought he was going to do. Does that, did that ever happen to anyone else here? You know, that you're walking with God and you're dedicated and you're really, but then when things don't turn the way you thought, you go like, my God. I thought I was following a word from God. I thought I had a revelation. I thought I knew what was going to happen. Okay, so this is Luke 24. I was going to start at 25, but I'm, it's not going to happen. 13. And behold, two of them were going to the very, that very day to a village named Emmaus, which was about seven miles from Jerusalem. In other words, that same day means the day that he was crucified, they said, enough. Enough of this. Enough of wasting my time here. I'm just walking away. I'm, I give up. Anybody here with me? And they were conversing with each other about all these things which had taken place. And it came about that while they were conversing and discussing, Jesus himself approached and began traveling with them. But their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. In the middle of your disappointment, giving up on everything, you're walking. Just talking to yourself or talking to somebody that's going through the same thing. And there he is with you. But you cannot see him. Lord, I want you to open my eyes. Write this song. Perfect vision. I don't want to be walking without the awareness that you're walking with me. Does it make sense, guys? This is what I'm talking about. This is a walk with God. It's a relationship. It, it is an, an experience. It's like, it's like a relationship. But their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. And he said to them, what are these words <laughs> that you are exchanging with one another as you're walking? What are you guys talking about? Playing dumb, right? 
How many times has God please done with us? Don't tell me what, what's happening. What are you going through? Why are you praying like that? And the student is still looking sad. And one of them named Cleopas. And answered and said to him, Are you the only one visiting Jerusalem and unaware of the things which have happened here in these days? And he said to them, What things? <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't know anything. And they said to him, the things about Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word, in the sight of God and all the people, they had a revelation. They knew who he was. They recognized something in him. But because of their circumstances, they were now prevented from seeing him, that he was walking with them. And how the chief priests and the unrulers delivered him up to the sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. Right? We were hoping that he was going to become a king, kick the Romans' butt out of here, and, and deliver us and free us. They had some ways that they were putting God in a box. And that's what religion does. And misses out in the relationship. Right? But we were hoping that it was he who was going to redeem Israel. I mean, this, this one sentence is loaded. He was saying, they were saying, we were hoping that he was a Messiah. The long-awaited Messiah. Indeed, besides all of this, it is the third day since these things happened. But also some women among us amazed us when they were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. You guys getting the point here, the connection? Keep thinking about that table there, okay? Here is his body. You do this in remembrance of me. You do this connecting with the love. Don't let this ever become a ritual. Every time communion should be an experience. And that's what I'm looking for this morning. Lord, we refuse to have a ritual, a Sunday morning, okay, I did my duty, now I can go back to my life, you know, and try to deal with my problems, and continue hating myself, and hating everything that happened in my life. That's not the point. I want to come here this morning, I want to change. Yes. I want to know as I am fully known. And this woman amazed us. When they were at the tomb early this morning and did not find his body, they came saying that they had also seen a vision 
of angels who said he was alive. And some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just exactly as the woman also had said. But him they did not see. And he said to them, O foolish men and slow of heart, to believe all that the prophets have spoken. This is to us here this morning. Oh, foolish man, with love of heart, to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Was it not necessary for Christ to suffer these things and to enter into his glory? And beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, he explained to them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. He gave them a bowl. Here, I'm going to teach you something. But now you're going to have to have an experience. And they approached the village where they were going and he acted as though he would go farther. I love the details, right? Oh, bye guys. Nice talking to you. I have much more to tell you, but... I want to see if you're going to ask me to stay with you or not. Isn't that cool? God is always looking for a hunger. He's like waiting for a response of a hunger. Do you want more or not? I'm, I'm going to always keep pretending I'm just walking away. You know, are you satisfied with what you have? Or do you want to know more? Are you satisfied with just a lot of teaching about the Bible? From Moses and the prophets and all of that? Or do you want more? Do you want to get to know me? Do you want to experience me? Yes. Lord, give us a hunger that we're not going to let you go until we get to know you. We're going to hold on to you like Jacob until we become Israel. Amen. Until we are changed. Amen. This is what I'm looking for. Look at this. I, I love the details. And they approached the village that they were going, where they, they were going. He acted as though he would go farther. And they urged him, saying, stay with us. Lord, give us a a heart that says, stay with us. Yes. Stay with us. I don't want to keep walking without you. I don't want to stop walking if you don't stop with me. For it is getting toward evening, and the day is now nearly over. And he went in to stay with them. And it came about that when he had reclined at the table with them, he took the bread and blessed it. And breaking it, he began giving it to them. And their eyes were opened, and they recognized him, and he vanished from their sight. And they said to one another, 
were not our hearts burning within us while he was speaking to us on the road, while he was explaining the scriptures to us, and they arose that very hour and returned to Jerusalem and found gathered together the eleven and those who were with them, saying, The Lord has really risen and has appeared to Simon. And they began to relate their experiences on the road and how he was recognized by them in the breaking of bread. We don't want to walk without experiences. We don't want to have understanding without experiences. And that's what I'm, I'm asking myself, when was the last time I worshipped? When was the last time I heard a word and it changed me? When was the last time I read the Bible and it, it, the, God spoke to me? If, it was, if it's not every time, I'm doing something wrong. I'm not connecting to the, to the body, to the sacrifice, to the provision, to the power. And that's what I'm, I'm looking for this morning. Are you guys with me? Yes. Can we do this together? Yes. Lord, we approach the communion table yes. with a hunger. Yes. Stay with us. Yes. Stay with us. Yes. Let me, let, let us see your hands breaking the bread. And let our hearts burn. Right? Lord, let, make our hearts burn within us. Because we know it's you. And that we're not walking alone. And then, then when, when that happens, all the confusion, all the disappointment, all the, you know, Doubting those women, those crazy women, they don't know what they're talking about, right? <laughs> Lord, make our hearts burn. Make our love real to us. The love of God, the Ephesians, that surpasses knowledge. You know, we don't want to be theologians. <laughs> like, like a bad name, right? Theologians. We don't want to study about you. You know, we don't want to be like shrinks, <laughs> explaining everything about God, but having no relationship. We want to get to know you. We want our hearts to burn. And each time that happens, we want to be changed. Yes. Let's stand up. Mahalo for listening to this message. If you are led to leave a rating and review, please feel free to do so. May God bless you.